Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in the Beacon's Light. Make sure you get your all-access pass to the online Summer Prophecy Conference to take place July 30th through August the 7th. The online conference is on demand. That means that you can watch when you want, where you want, and as often as you want between July 30th and August the 7th. Get your all-access pass and learn from Billy Crone, Todd Friel, Bill Federer, Greg Patton, Bob Cornuke, Larry Spargimino, Michael Smith, Rabbi Kurt Schneider, Dr. Kenneth Hill, and James Collins. Hours and hours of prophecy teaching that you don't want to miss. The Summer Prophecy Conference, online and on demand. Get your all-access pass today. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com and click on Conferences. You can also register by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. One of the shortest verses in the Bible is Luke 17:32, three words. Remember Lot's wife. That God thought it was so important to place that reminder in Scripture would cause us to do well to consider it for more than being one of the shortest verses. If you were to travel to the Holy Land in southern Israel's Negev Desert, you would find a rock formation that with just a little bit of imagination looks like a woman in a long dress. That formation is affectionately called Lot's wife. Oh, okay, you may need more than a little bit of imagination, but that's what they call it. So who am I to argue? Perhaps you remember the Genesis account of Lot living in Sodom, one of the cities of the plain in the area of the southern end of the Dead Sea. The wickedness of that city and its sister city, Gomorrah, was so great that God singled it out for specific judgment. Whether that judgment was meteors, lightning strikes, or the divine equivalent of an atom bomb, we don't know. What we do know is that angels were dispatched to warn Lot and his family to flee in order to survive before the fire fell. When they hesitated, the angels literally dragged them out of the city. Genesis 19 has the account, and in 2 Peter 2, we read commentary of the event in verses 6 through 9. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an ensample unto those that after should live ungodly, and delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them, in seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations, and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. 
It may be that Lot had compromised his testimony as a just man in God's sight, so much so that even his family scorned his warning to leave Sodom and were lost in the firestorm that fell. Lot, Mrs. Lot, and the two younger daughters, Mrs. Lot, escaped with little time to spare. Being warned not to look back, Mrs. Lot disobeyed. As in Genesis 19.26, we find she lagged behind Lot, possibly with longing and love for the city, and no doubt with the fear and compassion a mother has for her children, she looked back, surely with tears streaming down her face. Despite what some might argue, God was not being capricious or mean-spirited. His greatest desire is for his loved ones to be in close fellowship with him. Mrs. Lot's heart was not Godward, but toward her children, her home, and what she left behind. She had strayed from her love for the Lord, if indeed she actually was a believer in the true God, and not one who grew up in and clung to the culture of Sodom. The principle here was spelled out by the Lord. No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Luke 9:62. Also in Psalm 37, verses 3 through 5, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. There is a lot to remember about Mrs. Lot. Maybe the most important lesson is found in Matthew six nineteen through 21. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and dust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. One must wonder when and how God may once again rain down judgment, this time on America and many other parts of the world where the sin of Sodom is prevalent, justified, and even encouraged. God called that activity wicked and an abomination then. We can be sure he has not changed his mind after all these years, even though man has decided that what God calls sin is perfectly all right and even preferable. Remember Mrs. Lot. She had a lot of things that were important to her. It might be safe to assume the Lord was nowhere near the top of that list of important things. In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that when we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sins.